Are you a newbie journaler and feel intimidated by the process? Maybe you really want to journal, but you just don't know where to start. Maybe you have been journaling for a while and maybe you just want to spice up your journal life. You know what I'm saying? Today we are sharing with you about somatic journaling that will help you not only spice up your personal development, I got to stop that, but also calm your nervous system and yeah, y'all, make your brain Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Somatic, relating to the body, especially as distinct from the mind. Isn't that interesting? When you think about somatic journaling, I often think about journaling means you're throwing up your thoughts. And so somatic uh, seems kind of opposite, right? We're about to dig into all that and a new way of looking at journaling in general. But before we get started, I'm really excited to tell you about something. Listen, if you're feeling fried and crispy all around the edges, we have a podcast for you. It's called Fried, the burnout podcast. It alternates between hashtags straight from Kate episodes from burnout expert Kate Donovan and guest interviews that take you straight into the heart of burnout, grab you by the hand and help guide you out. Burnout is real, y'all. You know it is. And you don't have to do it alone. So we'll link it up in the show notes and take one step closer to being free from burnout. Again, that is the Fried Burned Out podcast. Now back to somatic journaling. Today, Linda Cooper, who is a counselor, coach, and author of the Somatic Success Factor, is here today to give us this tip on the power of the written word as she describes how somatic journaling helps you to calm your nervous system and lift your spirits. It's interesting because we always think of journaling as journaling our thoughts and, and our, our feelings and, and our, our experiences. But with somatic journaling, we are using the tool of writing, but we're going into the body. So we're talking about our experience and giving voice to the experience of the body because we take our body to all of these places and experiences and you know we're we're very mind focused and you know mindsets and but there's also especially when we're talking about overcoming hurdles to success our bodies can stop us giving voice to the experience of the body i love that now what kind of journal should we use you can use any type of journal. So what you're doing is you're creating that safe space for yourself. And when we're journaling, we are witnessing our experience. So we're writing our experience on the page so that we can see it. And when we do that, and especially when we read over what we've written, we begin to see patterns of experiences that may keep repeating themselves. And that links us into, okay, like, I need a different mindset, but also is my nervous system allowing me to succeed? Is there something stopping me? And so when we're writing this down, it's starting to reveal all of this. 
When we journal, we are witnessing our experience. I love that. I also like how she mentioned that we can see patterns in our journaling, and that's why I really love to reread through my old journals. I write almost every single morning, but I have a practice where I regularly read back from years past just to reflect and remember my life. And I agree with her. It's helped me get to know myself a lot more and see consistent patterns in my life, things that I usually write about or think about or are afraid of. It's fascinating. Oh my goodness. So I, I journal in the morning when I usually have my cup of coffee. I read, journal, and then I normally go into meditation. So if I go into to my journal session, normally what I'm doing is I'm either regurgitating what's happened over the past day or so, maybe thinking out some thoughts or whatever, but it is very, very cognitive. Um, sometimes I doodle, but if I were to use this, what, what, I, what I'm hearing you say is I would kind of stop and get like tuned into my body and actually write down what I'm feeling that morning, holding my cup of coffee. That's right. And, you know, with, with journaling, beginning your day with journaling is wonderful. And also ending your day, because that's, you've had that lived experience throughout your day that you can reflect on. So yes, you, it's, it's bringing awareness to your body. So when I'm writing about even thoughts about my day, you know, I have a meeting to go to, and maybe I'm feeling a little bit, am I feeling good about this meeting? Am I feeling tense in my body? Where is that located in my body? And for any experiences that we have, if we tap into the experience of the body, we get in touch with, okay, I'm holding this in my, in my stomach right now. I can feel this angst in my stomach. And then we begin a dialogue. And so we allow the angst to speak to us. So it's a form of journaling where you're giving voice literally to, you know, you know, I'm feeling unsafe here. I feel knotted right now. And you get really in touch with your body experience. Can I do this with you right now? Right now, first of all, even sinking into your body, Linda, like that's, we could probably talk about that for 15 minutes. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, even, even me sitting here and just being like, okay, I'm going to sink into my body and acknowledge what's going on. Like, does that take a second? <laughs> It does. It, it really does. Because yeah, we live kind of from the neck up a lot. Like we're very, you know, mentally focused. And um, so it's taking time to sink in. It's like, okay, taking some deep breaths, just getting in touch with, okay, there's a whole inner world that I don't see. That's, it's alive in there with processes and systems and organs and moving your awareness back into your body. And for some people, that's not a comfortable experience. Right Ooh, so we might be avoiding it. We don't want to do this. Right. And so even that process in and of itself, okay. You know, we start with prompts like I am and just, okay, I am, I am feeling this, or I am feeling unsafe, or I am feeling anxious. And we start with there so that we can, okay, we can drop into and explore deeper what that feels like. Okay. So I would say right now I am, I'm feeling a lot of um, energy and excitement right now. What would I do with that information? So taking a look at that, you can actually write down, you know, with the prompt, I am, and you actually write out, you know, feeling energized and excited. And then the next prompt, when you're in this state of feeling this way, how does the world appeal appear to you? How does it appear? Ooh. So the world is. So again, if you're feeling that way, then how does the world feel? Do you feel safe? Do you feel creative? Are you able to express or are you feeling nervous? Like you, you start to gauge where you are. 
So I have to pause here and just kind of share with you. I think that's really interesting because when I said that I was excited and then I said that the world I kind of saw as chaotic, it started to make me think, was I feeling excitement at the beginning or did I misinterpret that excitement? And was it really anxiety? You know, it can be both. And that's why our experiences are so individual Mm. because we need to make our bodies okay so that our, you know, because we respond to the external world and what's happening in there, which out there, which can be chaotic. So am I responding because inside I feel energized because I feel good right now. And I've had a, you know, a nourishing breakfast and I'm feeling good in my body and strong and resilient. And that can be a positive. I feel energized or it can be, I'm feeling, no, I'm feeling depleted in my body. It feels a bit uncomfortable and I'm feeling the energy of the world coming into my body. So it's really gauging and defining for each person. What does that mean for you? Mm, So we're always assigning meaning to that. So no, so then, okay, the world is, you chose chaotic. Okay. How does that, then you can go a level deeper. Is that translating into my inner experience Mm -hmm. or am I feeling really good right now and centered and my nervous system is regulated? So I'm just responding to my, my inner world that feels an okayness right now, even though outside may feel chaotic. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So how many, how many prompts are there for this? It's, it's wherever you want to land with it. There's no certain number of prompts. It just brings you to a deeper place of understanding where you're at, engaging. And when we do this over a certain period of time, we can see, oh, you know, this week I felt really anxious. What was happening for me in this week? And we begin to use the tool of writing to then center ourselves and you know, when things are swirling around us, our nervous systems, especially if we come, say, from a trauma background, our nervous systems become dysregulated. And so we're looking for tools to make ourselves feel regulated again so that we feel safe within our own bodies. Mm-hmm. So you could take that, I feel, you know, the world is chaotic, and then expand that to, okay, how is this impacting me on the inside? Mm. So, you know, you don't have to go into a long dialogue because we're really just talking about where am I feeling the sensations in my body? Am I holding on tight? Or do I have this feeling energized and open and want to get out there and right. do things? So it all right. depends on where you're at in the moment. Did you come up with this or is this a thing? Because I've never heard of this before. Uh, Peter Levine came up with them, the somatic experiencing. It's a way of healing trauma, healing stress and trauma within the body. Um, So I've taken that and then translated because he has, there's many tools to regulate our nervous system and then um, started using journaling because I have a journaling background as well on, okay, how can I use that tool of writing to then somatically help to regulate my nervous system? What do you, what do you say with clients who may, who may not be journalers who don't like to write? They're, you know, not, and they're not everyone is a journaler, um, a writer. Their, their mode of communication of releasing is, um, is more verbal. They like to talk things through. And some, some people are also hesitant to journal, like, I don't know what to write. I don't know where to begin. I'm mm-hmm. not used to this. So that's where prompts are very, very helpful. They're just little short sentences that lead into, I feel safe in, um, in my body because... And so it just helps to lead into a long answer or a short answer. And it's all okay. It's just a practice of getting the thoughts and feelings of the body, like out of the body. You know, you made the comment 
that sometimes sinking into your body, there's a lot of resistance around that. Or, you know, too, we weren't taught how to pay attention to our body. In fact, I would argue that we've been conditioned as a society to ignore our body, the skill set, the intention of paying attention <laughs> to, your, to your body. Do you have any beginner tips for anyone who maybe is sitting here trying, but they don't know if they can feel anything? You know, we start very small. And when we're moving back into the body, especially when we're not used to, you know, living from it, even just at first connecting to the breath. Now, so closing our eyes, so removing all the external stimuli, closing our eyes and just focusing for a little bit on the breath and the inhalation and the exhalation and noticing as we deepen it, you know, like bringing it down further. How does it feel? Can we drop it down further? Because this is our life prana. This is our, our source of life. Um, so tapping into that, but also always knowing that when you're feeling resistance, if you are, you have control, you can stop the process mm -hmm. at any moment in time. Beginning to do um, a body scan is really, really helpful for people that are hesitant to drop back in and to also know that I'm going to support myself and I'm going to be a witness to my experience by writing it down. So, you know, connecting to your heart, you know, if your heart's feeling achy or you're going through something, okay, I'm, let me write this out for you. Let me be that voice for you. And let me acknowledge your experience and you're mm -hmm. talking to your own body. So you're beginning a dialogue. As we feel supported within ourselves, it, it opens us up a bit more each time. Make sure you connect with Linda at inwardboundcoaching.com. That is linked in the show notes. And before we go, Linda, anything else? Journaling can, even the word can sound technical to people and I don't know how to do it. And I'm afraid um, some people are afraid someone's going to read what they wrote, which can also block them. So really creating that safe space, even burning something and releasing it after you write, you know, it's, it's, it's finding your own ritual of comfort and soothing and support that will help you again, feel safe in your body and safe enough to succeed in the world. So are you going to try it out? What do you think? I know I am. Listen, is there a topic that you would like to see covered on a future episode of Happy Brain? I would love to connect with you. Our Instagram and email address is linked up in the show notes. You can either email me or send me a DM on Instagram at happybrainfm. And listen, y'all, whether it is tree camping to help clear your mind, spicing up your yoga practice with goat yoga, or using your body to journal, we just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.